0: hello all you world of warcraft nasties out there welcome yet again to week three that is right week three of rested xp your essence of azeroth news dump to get you ready for the week that was before and the week that's coming up and we're back we're here i'm freezing i'm will harrison i'm cold because the weather here in uh, northern ohio has finally turned and we got to that lovely point Uh, where September and its 80 degree days have ended and immediately in the first week of October we've dropped down into the 40s and wouldn't you know, the house that um, my wife and I are still trying to buy uh, the heat doesn't work or at least I don't know how to get it running Um, which probably is not a good sign (laughs) it's it's a gas powered furnace but it's, it's clearly like of a newer style and I don't have any way of figuring out how to get the thing to operate. Um I'm not even sure if it is in operating mode. So the soonest I can get anybody to come out is Friday, which means I am currently sitting under an electric blanket and my wife is looking at space heaters that can be delivered from Amazon today. Yes, it's that kind of week. Um but for the week that was, you see, that's that's the transition, you see. <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about what's been going on in the wide and wonderful and woolly world of Warcraft, which includes, Hey, a new premium pet, uh, some tuning coming up to some old dungeons for mythic Plus. And have you heard of this Warcraft rumble? No, Well, maybe that's for the best. And then again, who knows, um, when it comes to the new upcoming Warcraft mobile game, which has been weirdly advertised as the first new Warcraft game in a decade, or at least I think that's where I saw it. Um, we'll talk a little bit about what to expect from Warcraft Rumble, but also an in-game crossover that can net you fun little statues. Um, and why not just talk about that first? Because I mentioned it in the Discord, but there, there, there is a WoW. I guess not, wow. It, it, they're labeling it as Warcraft, which I guess is a sticking point. But it is a Warcraft mobile game, uh, much in the vein of Clash Royale. So just really hitting the trends that are the newest and the hottest, like games that released, what, almost like eight years ago? Clash Royale's been around for a while now. Um, but they're doing that. Uh, it, it is a, a tactics game that blends little bits of tower defense and RTS and like one-on-one head-to-head play. It has been available for beta test in Australia and the Pacific regions for a little bit now, which is usually the case with mobile games as they tend to get their early testings in um Thailand and Australia and, in general, like, the SEA area first, and then get released everywhere else. So, if you really want to try it, you can probably track down the .apk file for it. But it will be out soon. Um, I believe shortly before BlizzCon, or just after. But, to celebrate that, there is an in-game event that started last Tuesday, as you've probably seen, because I think everybody got the little, like, quest signifier in game to collect some fun throwable statues that i will admit the statues have some really great art um i think it's going to be one of the strong points of this game is that they've really created an interesting cool art style much in the way that hearthstone did long long ago uh, which is cool because blizzard is actually going to release um the files for these character models to be used with 3D printers. They released the first wave on the official Warcraft Rumble website, so you can go track those down if you have access to a 3D printer. I don't have one directly, but there are shops, uh, typically board game shops, that have 3D printers where you can use them for a small fee as long as you, you you have the files, they provide the materials. You, uh, you submit it to them, they print it out, you're good to go. This could be your avenue for uh, print- printing your own Warcraft minis. And honestly, I- I've gotten into minis pin- printing or minis painting in the last couple of years. So this actually interests me greatly because if I can get an official Murloc um, mini model to paint, like my life will be better for it. And there are some good Murloc models in this. As you'll see, if you do this crossover event, where there are coins located across multiple locations. There are seven coins and 14 foils. The foils are used to change the look of each of the statues, because there is a a bronze, silver, and gold version of each. Um, If you need the locations, you can look them up on wow head um there's only seven they're easy to find there are two in orgrimmar two in valdrakon um three in the waking shores and it looks like one in the own plains one in the Azure span two in the thousand Drassus, and You'll find these, it will trigger a a quest turn in at a little pinball machine in Valdraken or in your home capital. And you turn them in and it becomes a toy that you can throw down on the ground. And everybody can just see it. It's just a fun little thing. Um, I think actually a, a an interesting way to advertise the game without it being overbearing and putting too much of a tie in. I'm looking at you Mountain Dew, uh BattleBot crossover promotion from over a decade ago, which I still have. Um where should they bring that Mountain Dew back? There was rumor they were gonna bring that Mountain Dew back. So for people that don't know, I am an editor for the website esports.gg and part of that is heavily covering not only Overwatch but World of Warcraft. And I did report earlier this year that they looked at bringing the World of Warcraft Mountain Dew gamer fuel flavors back and you know what? They should have. I'm not a big Mountain Dew girly, mostly because I I don't drink sugar-based soda much anymore. Um, I'll do it as a last resort if I can't get my hands on a Diet Coke. But Mountain Dew is okay. Like, If I'm going to drink one, I'm going to drink a Mountain Dew. Like, Why waste my time? If I want that pure injection of sugar directly into my bloodstream, then I'm going to do it correctly. No half-measures, guys. If I learned anything from Breaking Bad, no (laughs) half-measures. Soda tangent aside, you can check all of that out um, on the official Warcraft Rumble page, and it will be running in-game, I assume, through BlizzCon? Although I doubt it goes away. Um, Maybe it will, though. Who knows? Um, Blizzard's not always really good at keeping up with this kind of thing and telling us what's going on. So if you want those, go do it now. I still need to finish it, but it got bugged on uh, one of my characters. And it is account-wide, so that's nice. You aren't at least limited to that or have to do it on each one. Um, One of the many good quality-of-life changes that have been made in WoW is making more and more of this stuff account-bound instead of uh, character-based, which... I immediately think about how awful the Halloween um, holiday event used to be in regards to getting stuff only on one character. I specifically remember uh, when I was still living with my roommate, Drew, in college, and that was Wrath of the Lich King era, and grinding out the Halloween stuff. And I think I needed... The last thing I needed to get the the meta achievement were um, the masks. I think it was the masks. And I wasn't getting it on my main, and I remember getting it on one of my alternate characters and just being irate. I was stopping there. I think we've all been there. Uh, the big culprit used to be the Brewfest Kodo mount, where people would get it on one character and not on another. And they'd just be like, well, guess I'll die. <laughs> Uh, luckily those problems have been fixed. My audio is really hot. I'm going to turn myself down a little bit. There we go. Great. Um, that might've been too much. No, no, that's good. It's fine. I'm just talking to myself here on this short form podcast. Kill time, right? (laughs) Um related to pets and promotions, and this isn't a promotion for anything, but you might have seen that there's a new premium $10 pet available in the shop for a limited time. The Lil Mag's pet, which is a tiny version of Lord Magtheridon from the Burning Crusade expansion, is available to get be yours for $10. And yes, I did buy it within seconds of getting the notification that he had come out. Because I love all the raid boss uh, pets. They're just... So good. And this one is especially very good as uh, this mag Magtheridon pit lord will come up through a big old green fell portal and he'll stomp around and occasionally he, he takes a nap. And in general, it's just really good. For $10. It leaves the store on October 31st, but it will be available in a future rotation in the trading post if you don't want to pay for it. And I saw a lot of people on, especially. Um, the WoW subreddit complaining of like, oh, they're just trying to get their money before they slap it in the trading post. And it's a similar conversation to the one had in Overwatch right now, which I would probably say is the game I'm most knowledgeable on. And it's the game I play the most these days because I play it with, you know, my core group of friends as a, as a four stack. And it's a similar question that has appeared in that game of blizzard giving away uh skins that used to be premium shop items that you basically paid real money for you were actually paying with premium currency but you know to get that premium currency you you were paying you're paying real money and it's happened a couple of times most specifically with um a skin for the healer mercy it was kind of her superhero skin and they released recently in the last month released it as an amazon prime gaming um free giveaway the problem being that this skin was a paid item from the beginning of the year Uh, i believe it was for i want to say season three and for those that aren't familiar um, there's kind of two methods in overwatch 2 right now for gaming items there is the battle pass which you can buy a premium version of to unlock more stuff but then they also are still selling each week a rotation of um, skins that are only available for that week. They may appear in the store in the future, but otherwise they they disappear temporarily. So this Mercy skin was given away as part of an Amazon Prime Gaming uh, free giveaway if you're a Prime subscriber. And rightfully so. People got mad about it. And I will give Blizzard credit. They... Refunded anybody who had bought the skin previously and let them keep the skin. So that is the correct response to this kind of thing. And related to the, the Lomeg Thereto thing, I I don't have a problem with them getting their money. You know, this is a case of if the people who want it, i.e. me, really want it, don't want to waste their time and don't want to wait and don't want to have to grind it out or use their their trader's tender To uh, to buy this pet, then I'm fine with there being a ten dollar option. It hurts nobody, and maybe that is part of the problem. Because often these issues with microtransactions in gaming boil down to the first argument of like, oh, it's not hurting anybody. Like, so what if you can buy the levels of the battle pass for three hundred dollars? It's not hurting anybody, Um, and and I can see both sides of the argument both that like hey as long as it's not interfering with the integrity of actual competitive play why does it matter versus this is a slippery slope this just leads to more squeezing of the rock and kicking of the dead horse um it just opens the door for more bad practices that edge up to that line of like well if it's not hurting anybody anybody if it's not hurting the integrity of the game then why not let them do it because people are going to pay the money they're going to pay no matter what. Uh, it's a fine line, but given that we're talking about cosmetics, and in this case just like a fun a fun little pet, I don't think it matters. Uh, that opinion could change if somehow this opens the door to other things, but I think anymore WoW is pretty insulated from Paid items in game, paid with real money, that have any effect on the game itself. That's never really happened. And in in fact, even with the cosmetic items, you still don't really even see it a lot. Like, I think the paid item I see the most from people is the Ethereum um, transmog guy who can turn you into a character model from, like, any, like, has a random chance to turn you into any, like, NPC see that one a lot but in general i don't really feel like i see a lot of the uh paid premium items in wow i mean you see the people occasionally who have the six and 12 month subscription notes but not really or at least not in my case um which is funny because i have those because i am a giant whale when it comes to wow or i forgot to uh turn off my auto resub um that did happen where i had did the six month sub uh, earlier in the year to get the jade Seer water rabbit mail because i saw it and i was just immediately like oh i need that <laughs> um and then forgot to turn it off and i logged on uh to my email and saw an email being like congrats on your new uh flying catfish mail and i was just like my what now what did i do But then I realized that it's because I had let the auto-sub roll over. And now I'm the proud owner of a Flying Catfish, which I don't regret, actually, because that mount is very useful, especially for um, power leveling, since it has um, swim speed increase and flying increase. So it's really good for traversing areas where i need to get in and out of the water and i don't want to have to like do that sad slow skimming of the water uh on a normal amount that can't swim uh, i don't think i have anything else to say about about um, paid stuff other than like if you want the little Magtheridon pet you've got until october 31st it's very good uh if you're like me and you don't want to wait then go get it uh, but you might not be like me but i'm a pet collector like i've I've got over 600 pets now at this point and almost have the full meta achievement for like the most amount yet or at least I'm getting very close it's not really even a thing that I've focused on heavily Uh, occasionally when I get a large influx of money I'll just go to the auction house and and start buying all the cheapest pets that I don't already have in my collection like earlier, early in the, the expansion release I managed to get a hold of Move card set because I had gotten. I fished up the ace for the deck, which, as everybody knows, is the expensive one. And I was just like, all right, screw it. I'm going to just craft the rest of this deck and then sell it. And I think I sold it for around 400,000 gold, which is the most money I've ever made in a single transaction in this game ever, uh, which kind of just turned into fun money in many ways. Um my character was already geared out so i didn't need to buy like the the neck piece or a weapon that at the time was the big gold sink or um crafting so instead i just went to the auction house and started buying pets kind of nonstop. and i have no regrets <laughs> um a couple other quick news and notes as we're coming up um We are getting more and more information from patch 10.2 on the PTR as we march towards the Emerald Dream. And this isn't, I'm not going to get into the details, but as Wowhead points out, an interesting combination of uh, Lillian Voss from the Forsaken and Chandra's Feathermoon from the Night Elves working together in tandem on a secret mission to um, help against this upcoming fight against the Druids of the Flame. Um, And it's an interesting combination, and it's a thing that I want to see more of in the lore of uh, Alliance and Horde working together. Um, And especially in this case, two diametrically opposed factions, no more so than the Forsaken and the Night Elves. A thing we will get into a little bit in this Forsaken episode that I swear is coming. Crypt is almost done. I'm still having some trouble tracking down talent. And I, when I say that, it's because I don't want to force you guys to have to listen to me to try to do an English accent. Uh, I don't wish that upon anybody. Because I can't do it. I, I can't do it. See, I can't do it. I can do a goblin voice, can't do a British voice. I think it's because I've watched too much Bluey. And in my head, like it turns into an Australian accent, but not really it's kind of all falls apart (laughs) but we'll talk about the truly diametrically opposed forsaken and night elves related to the burning of tildrasil um and how that all plays out but that's kind of why i like this pairing is that it shows that there are some actual um wounds being mended as it should be like one of the things i come to for world of warcraft is the progression of time and stories evolving and that's one of the things that the game has kind of gotten away from i feel like and i hope that's something we see more of and related to old things uh, a very small uh, note that uh, in 10.2 also we are looking at new mythic pluses that are getting kind of overhauled for the modern era the first one was the uh, throne of the tides from Cataclysm that is getting uh, some adjustments to make it more modern friendly mostly removing some of the RP elements for the sake of Mythic players Um, I think we've all uh, gotten tired of roleplay segments in Mythic kind of interrupting the flow of things there's only so many times you can be at a fancy uh, a fancy elf party trying to find a traitor before you just get tired of it all and the, the dungeon now getting another one of those kind of rebuilds is the Everbloom from Warlords of Draenor. And it looks like the changes for it are mostly in the packs of adds and mobs. It's going to be a very um, interrupt-heavy uh, rework from what I can tell, because there's going to be a lot of of roots there's going to be a lot of crowd control in general it also looks like some of the enemies are just going to be completely immune to all crowd control completely which is going to put an interesting twist on um on mythic plus because i feel like one of the things that modern wow players just aren't good at is proper crowd control and uh, mob selection and, and like really single targeting the people that you need to target so it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Um, related, I need to get back into Mythic Plus. So if anyone wants to carry my ass through some keys, um, message me on the show. Get on me at on uh, on uh, Twitter. No, I'm not calling it X. It is still to me. You can get me at the username uh, hammer underscore, underscore barn. Hammer underscore barn. Uh, help me get my Disc Priest through some keys. I would like to get back into it, but I don't want to play with randos. Like, so why not play with some Essence of Azeroth friends? Um, we even have a Discord for that. And you can get access to that Discord by subscribing to our Patreon over at www.patreon.com forward slash Essence of Azeroth for as little as $3 a month, and I believe soon um, there can be access to follow the Patreon for free, which I'm hoping to get back into the habit of posting on there again, and uh, not just the episode, uh, the ad free episodes for all subscribers, but more content in general, um, trying to be better about these things. Because the minute you let some of that stuff slips through the cracks is when you start being like, well, maybe I'll, I'll delay this episode or maybe I just won't do anything at all. And that road leads to badness. But until then, I hope you've enjoyed this 20 minute excursion. to Start your week, uh, wherever you're at, whether you're listening to us on your commute or as you're just grinding out quests, I hope you enjoy your week. Uh, we'll be back with you soon. The forsaking episode will be coming very soon. And until then, have a great one. I hope you take care. Bye.